Clearly, there's much development work taking place by the African diaspora. But how should the diaspora be developing its work in the future? If we think about the future, let's go back for a minute to the question of the Generator and the Ogidi Women's Association in Nigeria. I think we should rightly celebrate and be happy that people are addressing immediate needs. Clearly, if they didn't do so, there wouldn't be electricity in that region. People would die, people would suffer. However, we also have to look at the bigger questions. Why is it that that particular region of Nigeria is deprived and so deprived of healthcare facilities that are much needed? These are essentially political questions, and the African diaspora needs to engage with these sorts of issues. If our interventions are going to have lasting impact and they ultimately contribute to sustainable development, that's what we need to do. So what we need to think about here is continuing with the immediate needs, but also beginning to mobilise, to amass the information, to get a deeper understanding of the causes of problems so that we can intervene at those levels. And this means holding institutions much more to account at the local level in Nigeria, at the national level in Nigeria, global institutions. Take, for example, the structural adjustment programs that were initiated by the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank, particularly starting in the 1980s but have evolved since then. These were sorts of programs that required governments to cut back on public investment as a way of correcting government finances. These programs have resulted in underinvestment in the public sector in structural adjustment countries. Now, the diaspora, if they can get a grasp of these issues, are well-placed to raise the sorts of questions and to hold institutions which are based in London, based in Washington, based in Paris, much more to account. Two, to begin to link up, not just to work at the local village level, but to begin to link up with other villages, other diasporas that are facing very similar problems and very similar issues in other parts of Nigeria, in other parts of Africa, and indeed globally. This will lead to a much more effective sort of intervention by the diaspora, and I think will be, in the long run, much more developmental. The relationship between donor organisations, like Oxfam or the Department for International Development, and the recipient in Africa can often be a difficult one. The recipient may be reluctant to raise issues, not wishing to bite the hand that feeds it. What's a diaspora's role in such a situation? We also need to look at diaspora and mainstream international organisations such as the Department for International Development, which is the government department which addresses development issues, and also non-governmental organisations such as Oxfam and Christian Aid. What we really need to see is much more collaboration between these sorts of organisations that have ostensibly similar aims in terms of tackling poverty and tackling the causes of poverty in the developing world. But significantly, what the diaspora can do is to hold these institutions much more to account. If we look at the future in terms of globalisation and the information revolution, how important is the transfer of skills among the African diaspora? What Africa has suffered among other things in the last 20 or so years, is something of a brain drain, with the mass exodus, in some cases, of people who are well-skilled, well-trained in a number of different areas, be that high technology, like information, communications technology, like science, medicine, but also entrepreneurs, people who actually could create wealth and, and set up businesses and these sorts of things. They are now creating that wealth, but they're doing it in the diaspora, Now, what is required is access, in the first instance, to these people's skills, their knowledge, their networks of information. 
it's very unlikely that people, in the short term at least, are going to pack up their bags in large numbers and return home. But now we're in a situation where we have technology, we have very rapid and frequent movement of people. So there should be new opportunities to tap into a lot of this knowledge as people, companies for example, are spreading their investments. They're looking at Africa as perhaps the virgin territory that hasn't been uh, sufficiently uh, developed or exploited. And there's a role here for Africans in the diaspora to transfer the knowledge, also to explain the global context so that people who are perhaps talking to potential investors have an understanding of where these investors are coming from and what are the needs and so on. In the long term, and particularly in the 21st century, Africa and the future of Africa very much lies in the hands of Africans, both in Africa itself and outside. And what we're about is is enhancing that to, to the maximum potential. Diasporic communities like the Sierra Leoneans in the UK, or a wider African network abroad, can play an important role in development back home. They can also help new immigrants settle into a foreign country. Development can be facilitated by new kinds of development agents through family ties, local associations like the one in Liverpool, or larger organisations like Afford. They can also contribute to reframing how and where development takes place. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.